0: Hey. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, and you?
1: I'm great. Welcome to We're Off Topic. I am Sarah. And I'm Ashley. I almost said I was Ashley, but I'm yeah. not. I'm yeah. Sarah. <laughs> you are Sarah, not I'm not. Sarah. We're your hosts of We're Off Topic, and We're Off Topic is a podcast for women by women. We talk about things, everything from everyday life to... Parenthood. Friendships. Marriage life. You know, whatever. Just whatever is bugging us it's at the moment. Life in general. Life in general, Yeah. We appreciate you joining us today. So um, grab your beverage of choice. Settle in. Get comfy. Thanks for listening. And don't mind all our giggles. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
0: (laughs) Disclaimer. This episode involves discussions of addiction and the depiction of traumatic events. Listener discretion is advised. 21 million Americans suffer from addiction every year. Eight and a half million Americans suffer from both a mental health disorder and a substance use disorder. Please know you're not alone in this battle. Please take care of yourself, and if needed, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. You can find resources in the episode notes. Hello. Good morning.
1: How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. You want to bring us a- oh, I'm Sarah.
0: And this is Ashley. I
1: <laughs> forget to do this every time.
0: How was your weekend?
1: It was actually quite busy and eventful. We bought a couch. Yeah. We talked uh, last week, we lost one of our cats. and lost our couch along with it that was fun because she um made a mess of it she was real sick and we propped her up on the couch because she wasn't walking it's her favorite place to be so we propped her up on the couch and we bring her food and water not realizing she would also not get up to potty and she pottied like twice on her bless couch. her heart yeah and she would just lay in it so it was terrible so we'd give her a few baths for um, Olive. so they think it was hip dysplasia um and so it was It was pretty sad. So you didn't
0: have the best week.
1: No. No, we had to buy a new couch last night because I was sitting in camping chairs for the last like four days and I wanted to, I told my husband, this is not going to work. No? No, because we co-sleep. So my kids are in my bed at night and my husband is in the third bedroom, which is like the office, so he's all comfy. And I had to sit in a freaking camping chair to watch Netflix the other night and I was (laughs) not having it. No? My butt hurt. I was like, this is, I have nowhere to go to decompress. Because I don't have a chair, so yeah. I'm, we went to IKEA. I'm not too excited about the couch because it's IKEA and I have small children and a cat still, but um, fingers crossed it holds up. So,
0: no plug to IKEA, we didn't get paid for that. Yeah, so. no, not an ad, not, not an ad. Anywhere. Um, well, well, we'll see. anyway, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Week was good, um, you weekend wanna, was great.
1: You want to share our big news?
0: I'm really excited, so I'm really excited about um, this episode. My one of my sisters is joining us. On today's episode, um, her name is Janice. Um, we I call her ask.
1: sister. Did we? We didn't even ask. Did you want to share? Did your you, name? you? Yeah. <laughs> said, okay.
2: Hi, I'm Janice. It's great to be here. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so
0: excited. <laughs> oh. I'm so excited too. Um, so Janice is one of my um, uh, she's older than I am, so I'm the baby of the family. Um, Janice is actually an identical twin with her um our other sister, Erin, and, um, older by two minutes. Yes. And she's proud to say that. Um,
1: every time I think, okay, so I'm not going to say too much out loud, right. but every time we talk about you, I think of your baby shower when someone, I'm not naming names, <laughs> fell over the
2: Oh, <off>. that was <laughs> so <laughs> sad. Poor sister. It, it
1: was, it was so embarrassing for that person. I didn't want to say who it was. Oh, do you remember that? But the couch just like, <laughs> that was one of the, and I felt so, I could not stop laughing because that's something that would happen to me. And because I didn't know anybody there, like I knew a few people and I just knew like it was, you know, bound to happen. you know, it would happen to me if it was going to happen. And I know she, she was so mad at me because she just kept giving me this. She was like, so pissed at like, you oh.
0: because you didn't stop laughing. <laughs> I didn't mean, it
1: was, I had to giggle. It was an awkward
0: I think it was the awkward laughter you were it like. It
1: was, because I couldn't stop laughing, and then I was laughing at myself, because I was like, what? And you then still you felt laughing? bad.
0: Um, I should have just
1: gone out to my car.
0: Yeah. She, <laughs> and. Usually, Erin is really good at laughing at herself, but that day, she was not having none well, of it. It was just
1: bee, and she barely knew. that I was just laughing at her. <laughs> she was like, it was, you know.
2: And as always, there's something going on behind the scenes, right? Like, there was a discussion going on that, you know, other people didn't know. It was such a hard day for me, and it looked at be on the outside. Yeah. And it looked beautiful, and she did such a good job decorating, that there was a lot of, um... A lot of sorrow and hurt that day too so um but i brought you something ash Aww. i brought you something also and i'll give it to you in a little bit
1: oh thank um, you sister i know I love you that. like to
2: take notes so yes. i saw just... that journal and it said
1: uh um, walk, walk by faith, faith not you know, by I, I love so this thank I, you you're
2: welcome
1: you say that a lot what
0: walk by faith
1: not by sight. you just... i've heard you say that to me yeah. several times that's you already have one like that? No,
0: I okay. don't, and I love yeah. this. Aw, thank you so much, sister. I do. I take a lot of notes, so I appreciate this. That's actually <laughs>
1: one of the things that has bonded me and Ashley over the years is our love for pens and notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have, like, three at home, and I have a whole stand of pens from you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, do you want to uh, share why we have Janice with us today? Yeah, so
0: um, my sister has a... a Amazing! St- I love to say my sister, like she's mine, she belongs to me, has an amazing story. Um, and it's I've shared a little a little bit with Sarah over the years of Janice's testimony, um, in her her challenges in, but also um how something has blossomed, bloomed so beautifully from from um her her life experiences. So I wanted to bring her on. I wanted my sister to share her story um with us and with all of you. Um because I think it's something that it's well it's near and dear to to our hearts, but it's also I, I think a lot of people can relate to um her story. If you haven't personally been there, then you know someone that maybe perhaps that has been in a situation such as this. So I'm not really going to get into, you know, anymore. I just want you to tell your story. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and share what you want to. Yeah. We don't
1: to feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I know you well enough, you know, from over the years that you're an open book. I am. And you, the more you share, like, you should be proud of yourself. And I hope you are. Thank I think you, you are. You. But that speaks to how easily you share. Because you, you know, you are proud of yourself, but you also want to help people. Like, you yes. have a very helpful mm-hmm. spirit. Like, that's... Mm-hmm so obvious about actually your whole family that I have met everybody is just so deep down caring for other people so that's awesome take it away
2: hi I am so happy to be here Um, my name is Janice Callahan I am a mother of three living children one granddaughter she is eight months old I I am also a former recovered um addict Uh, for about 20 years I was addicted to um methamphetamines. It culminated in a death experience, um, which I'm going to share shortly. Um, but who I am today is, is an extremely grateful woman, um, who has been saved, literally lifted out of the pit and my feet have been put on a rock. So, um, I would say that part of my story includes all the things, um, gosh when i was about five years old i remember having my first girl crush um and, and i also liked her twin brother <laughs> and they were both so cute but i remember from an early age um identifying with same-sex attraction um really mm-hmm i was about five yeah wow yeah that's young um And, yeah, and in that, though, we would think, like, why would a person um, on the kindergarten playground be worrying about life partners instead of playing? Um, So that kind of speaks to a wounded heart that I had, and that followed me throughout my life. Um, So let's see here. I'm just gonna pull up some notes because I want to cover a lot. Yeah. In this time. We can do we can do multiple okay.
1: episodes. It's really yeah.
2: okay. So just you mentioned a trigger trigger warning. So that's awesome. But no, um, and need- I haven't been to etiquette school, so I'm a little rough around the, the edges.
1: No, we are fine. We did <laughs> a tri- very- we, we did a warning, so it's it's Good. safe. I mean, at this point, it's we we try not to cuss. I'm a sailor, so I cuss all the time and it's really hard. And I try not to do it on this podcast cuz you never know who's listening, but we did a warning. So it's <laughs> it be share what you want to be as descriptive awesome.
2: as you Awesome. Awesome. So I'm just going to share memories, you know, and from my heart today. Um on October 5th, 2018, I left my girlfriend's house and went to my boyfriend's house. And um I was extremely upset on this day. There had been um, a major trauma that had happened um, about three weeks prior and my life was at a place due to my addiction where I was either constantly lying or hiding from people to be honest with you um, I was lying about where I was going what I was doing who I was with and then I was hiding um, so that I could maintain get on my level so that then I could pretend I wasn't high so you know at this point my addiction was was taking you know hours a day to get on my level and then I would hide from what the people mean, that I loved
1: getting on your level
2: um getting high enough to feel good okay yeah
1: so does everybody got a different level kind of thing or does i don't come know out? i i think that
2: yeah sure yeah. yeah yeah i think so i think we i just wanted to feel good all the time i wanted to it's uh,
1: just enough to feel good but not too much where you're like incapacitated
2: geeked out yeah i just want to be geeked, geeked out. out and
1: i have to say
0: you were and I, I hate when people I don't hate when people say this, but it, a functioning it. I worked every day. I had a great job. Six-figure income. Six-figure income. Paid my bills, yes. I mean, so it wasn't as if, like, you're living off pe- on people's couches. No. You're, it
1: wasn't the stereotype that people think pe- of when they talk about Right. No, no.
0: No. Not at all. Nope. And when did you... I had life, a
1: corner office with a big window. Yeah.
0: You, 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 you did. You did. And you had... At this From the time? outside,
1: someone who didn't know you well probably wouldn't have known about it any better.
0: Right. Oh, someone that knew her well didn't know any better. Yeah, my family not I didn't, had no yeah. clue.
1: That's wild. No idea. And you know, it's funny to me because you see people talk on the news about addicts and they depict this stoner on a couch who's got teeth are rotten now. Yeah. And, and, and there are those they, addicts, absolutely. But, like, I think a lot of people would be shocked to know the number of white-collar Oh. C-level executives that are doing cocaine all day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not to call them out, but I'm just saying... It, it's it's a real thing. I've seen firsthand some nonsense with that, but yeah.
0: I have to ask you, when when did your... How young were you whenever you actually started? Um,
2: about, Down that path. Uh, the first time I ever did a stimulant uh, was shortly after high school. And it graduated... Um, and by stimulant, you mean? Cocaine. Cocaine, okay. Like
1: an, like an amphetamine of some kind.
2: It graduated to amphetamine. Oh, um, I thought,
1: wait, no. I don't know drugs. Okay, <laughs> so. I mean, I'm about as dumb as they come with drugs. So the first time
2: I smoked, um, trigger warning here, um, I was probably about 19 and it was really interesting because I went to this, this woman's house and she lived in probably a $500,000 home. She had just had plastic surgery. Um, she and this is back in the 90s, so a $500,000 home yeah. would be an $800,000 yes. home. Um, her, her significant other um, was on a ride in his Lamborghini when I pulled up. And she and I went in her bathroom, and she introduced me to smoking methamphetamine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this was um, not at I, I, all the stereotypical, so, but it was my introduction. And so that literally was so glamorized. Uh, after this, she and I went shopping on a shopping spree. Uh, and then cleaned her house. So I thought, wow. <laughs> I found mean, something. Part real- of
1: that sounds appealing, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. My house is trash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, um, it, it, for me, I, I love to write. And I have always loved art. And so it was this uh, supercharged false fountain of youth. Yeah, and um, I, I went around to people that I loved and cared about and said look at this stuff that I tried you've got to try it, it's so cool so I introduced people to it as well you I love
0: that, that you said
1: supercharged false fountain abuse mm-hmm. that is especially, I mean I know I, I have known people who have been addicted to meth so I know they are not the glamorous side that you oh, saw wow. they didn't have any of that um, they were very much your stereotypical that you hear of losing their teeth, homeless, living on people's couches. And so that – I've seen more of that side. And so – So it, that kept it also, you
0: away, like, from ever it,
1: wanting to – It also aged them Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Tremendously. Like, 30, 40 years. Like, tremendously aged them. So –
0: for for your experience you see it and you're like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna yeah. touch that stuff. I was stuff terrified I didn't
1: smoke weed. Yeah. Because I saw that and I was like Whereas
0: mm-hmm. I'm so you, glad that
2: was your experience. Yeah. I
0: mean I mean I hate it. And it's you, and it's ironic
1: because my mom was always if you smoke pot, you're gonna be a loser. You know what I mean? Like it was so it was very ironic that it was part of her life to be so into like so addicted to different things. Um, Hopefully my brothers never listen to this podcast because they'll probably kill me for talking about my mom that way. But it was such a 180 for her. Anyway, it's not about my mom.
0: But so you, but you saw it and you were like, no, terrified, terrified of it. You saw it and it was so glamorized. You were like, this is a life I could live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and
2: just to kind of reverse and I have to, I can't, I can't tell this story without telling this really important part. Okay. Y'all. Okay. So when I was a little girl, we lived in a trailer park and this trailer park was rough. And, and I remember the catcalls from the grown men in Spanish mm. um, asking for what I thought was a beer, but it's another word in Spanish that sounds very similar. Okay. And it's the thing we think with. And they were asking this of, like, little 11, 12-year-old girl. Okay. So, I remember very early that, that I, had, I had come to Jesus at a vacation Bible school. And I loved Jesus. And, and I remember thinking that when I grew up, I was going to marry Jesus.
0: <laughs> okay. that's, and, Aww, and,
2: that's cute. And that there was no way I was giving them that thing they were asking for that sounds similar to beer in Spanish, but it's not. And Which is
1: funny because I have literally no idea, but that's okay. <laughs>
2: cer- cerveza versus cabeza. Oh, okay.
1: okay.
0: And okay. so. <laughs> what is
1: that? I'm assuming it means like lady bits.
0: Uh, oh, it does? Uh, yeah.
1: Something I mean, along those lines. Uh-huh.
0: If y'all can see my sister's face right you now. She's like, I don't even I don't even want to continue to talk about this. That okay, we get it. We so get it. but I remember believing that, okay? Yeah.
2: Now fast forward, okay. And from a very early age, like I said, I was was very interested in things, uh, uh like romance and and just looking for love. And um so the drugs and the sex were synonymous for me. Um one did not go without the other. In fact, um A lot of people that are are walking through addiction, I mean, will tell you that that's a big part of it, that it's all intertwined in the worst ways. And so,
0: this particular day, I had left my girlfriends, um, went to my boyfriends, and... And by girlfriend, you do mean, like, you were intimate with her. It wasn't just like a girlfriend, like, I'd call Sarah my girlfriend. No, she was my romantic. She's a romantic partner. Okay. And he was, too.
2: Okay. And so...
1: (laughs) Now I'm really, I'm really, like, into this. I... Did they know about each other? Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. But they didn't know each other.
1: Okay. okay. Got it. They um, knew about
2: <laughs> each other, but they didn't know each other. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And I was also, I was into polyamory. So okay. that was also an interest of mine because I had been through. S- what is polyamory?
1: Multiple partners. Mm-hmm. But okay. not necessarily all one together. Okay. And so. It's I- very popular on TikTok right now. Oh, it is? I don't want to say right now, but it's polytic Yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. Yeah.
2: So. So here I am. Like I'm I'm going to his house um to do what we did together which was party and get high and um something was off right away. So I took a hit and um you I was something was off before you took the hit or No, it was off like as soon as I took it. Okay. Like I just it it seemed to have like no effect whatsoever. Okay. And so, if you can imagine, um, so I'm just going to describe it and be, like, really graphic. So...
1: It's all right. We already did the warning. Okay. So, so I'm
2: I'm standing in his kitchen, and I take a hit, and, and I hadn't smoked or used earlier in the day, so typically, like, I would have started feeling it, and I didn't. So, so, when you
1: smoke meth, it does normally hit you right away, like...
2: Pretty quick, a few
1: minutes. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: And um, a few minutes, you know what I'm saying? But... I took another hit still wasn't feeling anything and I had used this drug daily for a long time so this was uh, not anything out of the normal and um, he's like you know what you've had enough you need to calm down I'm like well I'm upset I'm not high and and we started kind of you know bickering about that He's like you need to come outside here and smoke some of this weed with me And know I don't like marijuana it's not my thing and so I was like no I'm not and he kind of like blew it at my face and I was like oh that's so disgusting and, um, he
1: you're like, I, I love my meth that <laughs> 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 so, okay, so it's not working. I don't, I don't know meth close enough to know is like with weed, if you smoke too many hits, like you're just going to pass out. So like, is taking too many hits of meth, like snorting too much cocaine, like you could overdose, like, is that kind of how that works? Okay. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. I found this out here in about three minutes. Okay. And, oh uh, So I, um, so at that point he's blowing some of the smoke. I start coughing. I start coughing and it's like this asphyxiation, like my throat is closing. There is some kind of a reaction happening here. And I literally start to feel like all of the cells in my body like started, it was almost like it activated when he blew the marijuana smoke. So then I could literally feel like my body begin to charge up in, in such a short period of time and I can't breathe I'm asphyxiating and I'm like <clears throat> and he's like what's your problem what's your problem I'm like <gasps> I can't breathe and and I try to go to the sink and like take a drink of water thinking that's gonna help and that made it even worse oh God. and so now I'm breathing in the water and I'm like <clears throat> and he's helping me onto his couch and at this point my vision is like getting dim y'all I I knew I had done uh,
1: You done fucked
2: up. I've done messed up. Yes,
1: and right on the morning. Anybody listen at this point? It's you know.
2: And and I and I'm literally in in my mind. My mind is racing, and I know I'm dying. I know I'm dying, and it is a terrifying feeling. You realize that this body you think you're in control of, you are absolutely not in control of. You're not in control of your heartbeat. You're not in control of the air coming in. And you're not
0: being melodramatic when you say, "I know I'm dying." You you knew in that point. I knew,
1: especially now knowing what we know, you were very close to dying. Right? Yeah. So it's not melodramatic at all. It's, I mean, I've heard so many times people say they know when they're dying. They yeah. know when it's happening.
2: This wasn't one of those times because I had had many times before where I would lay in bed after I did too much and be like, ooh, my heart is pounding. Oh, Jesus, help me or whatever. That's not what this was like. <laughs> this was like, no, that's what I would do. Um, <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: I get it. So you would just be like, so oh, Jesus, it. please slim my heart
2: right down. Let me live until the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'll do better I'll be better
2: and I won't do these drugs again yeah it was like a deal I had made a hundred times maybe 300 um, if we're counting so I know that I know that I know like I am literally feeling um, my my life energy is draining out of me I feel myself floating up towards the ceiling I'm sitting on the couch my physical body is sitting on the couch at this point, I'm holding his hand in my mind. I'm crying out to God, please don't let me die. God, please don't let me die. At this point, I remember, like, I don't know if it was my mouth was, I was speaking audibly or not, but I remember begging this guy to pray for me and him just looking at me like I was crazy, out of my mind. And and, and I remember this sensation. It was like my my spirit was leaving my body. And it was like, I remember, so I was sitting like, like if I were facing you. And it was like my spirit was like leaving and it was floating over into the corner. And I felt like if he would hold on to my hand, um, maybe I wouldn't float away. Maybe I wouldn't expire. And I, and in my mind, what I'm thinking is, how could I be so stupid and take my life for granted? I have three children. One was four. One was 16. And one was 19. and And I'm realizing how cher how how precious this life is, and I'm also thinking in the back of my mind that I- death is an option. I don't know where this idea came from, but death is an option and if i could just if I could just meet with the father, there was I could come back maybe 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 he could he could do this,
1: he could do anything,
2: and so I am bargaining
1: this is what you're thinking like in that moment oh
2: yeah. Yeah,
1: wow. It's wild that you remember. So, so vividly. Scary. Yeah.
2: And that is when, so, and again, it's, it's a multidimensional because mm-hmm. I can also feel my physical body. And like you feel your blood drain out, like your energy drain out. And I remember I'm, I'm so I'm sitting, um, I'm sitting on this recliner and my feet are up and I'm looking down at my chest and I'm willing my heart to beat. But I know that it's not. So it was like my body was dead, but my brain was still alive inside my body. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I felt the spirit leaving my body. And uh, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. It was the epitome of an asinine experience, what I had done. I had been fine a few hours before. Although I was suffering from anxiety, depression, so many things, my mental health was just shot. Um, So, there we are. And um, I, I, I know that this is the end for me. And closed my eyes and that quickly I was in the presence of this huge, huge being. And it... God is spirit, so those Mm -hmm. who worship him worship in spirit and truth. But I didn't know that scripture, okay? Um, I just know I'm standing in front of, like, this huge beaming source that I can't see. I can feel, and it feels like love, like this amazing vibration of love is coming at me, and it's powerful. And and at that point, I'm like, I'm still myself, so I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Mm -hmm. your sacrifice on the cross there's these three beings and I can see through them, but they look like human in their form. And, and I'm like, I don't know if how to describe this, but it was like, we were familiar to each other. Like we knew each other. And, and, and I remember that one extended his hand, which I say he, but I'm just assuming here there was nothing to show me that it was a man, male or female. Yeah. And,
1: and, you just, and you just felt like it was a, he.
2: Mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, no, and swatted my hand because I wasn't going with this person, this thing, this being, and right in front of me is as big as a cloud, and I feel so little, you know. But yet, so brave and so bold, and at the same time, ooh, I'm like shaking just telling the story. Um, so aware of my own weaknesses and how. Hard. I had tried to get it right. I had been struggling so much with drugs for so long and it was like a battle I could never win. I would get a bag and then say, I'm gonna do this and this is gonna be it and I'm done. And I would tell the dealer, cut me off. If I call you back, don't don't give me any stuff, you know. And and then it was like every Monday morning, I, I went to work. And I swore I wasn't going to get anything. But by Wednesday, I was trying to make those phone calls. And then by Friday, I had someone planning to meet me at my house or put it in the mailbox or whatever we would do. Um, and then sometimes I would just make friends or, or be in a relationship. And that person would have it. But it was like this ongoing cycle that was so vicious and me wanting to be this person that I knew I could be on the inside, but that it it was like inside I was crying out and I was screaming and help me, help me, see me, hear me, love me, want me, accept (laughs) me. But on the outside, I was doing all of these things that made people not want me to be around their husband, not want me to be around them, not want me to be around their children. And it was this constant state of inner conflict that was so extreme that it was Suicidal depression or
0: elated, ecstatic happiness. There was no in-between. So this vicious cycle that you feel like you cannot get off. Yeah. And then that just then fuels your addiction even more. Yes.
2: As soon as I started to come down and I would think about like what I did the night before or what I didn't do, you know, all the broken promises I would make, it would keep me in this, I just got to numb it. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting desperate to the point where I would look around like, oh my gosh, I'm coming down, hurry up, I got to get something. And it had reached that level where I was no longer having fun. It wasn't party Janice. It was just trying to survive Janice. It was, it was taking, like I said, two hours to get on my level so that I could pretend that I wasn't on my level. So that I could hide from people. So that I could see them. And it was so much work. It was mm-hmm. so much effort. It's ex- that sounds exhausting. It was.
1: So I can, I don't want to say I can relate to that. But I know my mom had demons. And she would talk about that she had demons. We still don't really know really what they were. We never really knew. But unfortunately, I, so I went to Al-Anon when she was still living. And I had come to terms enough to realize that um, I knew she was fighting with something. But I'd, So I had that understanding that I knew that's why she was driving herself to drink. It wasn't, she didn't love me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that she didn't love my brothers right. or her family or she didn't love herself. Right. Because whatever it was that she was fighting hurt more than the strength she had to not turn to it
2: yes oh, i was like powerless
0: over that stuff yeah and it was so once you so once you have this experience and you essentially you, do you feel like you're bartering <sighs> yeah with god at that point saying like i'm or... saying
2: i'm saying please let me go back please let me go back please let me go back and in my mind, I'm seeing my 19-year-old, and she was with an amazing guy. and He's still amazing, and they're married, and I know that he's going to take care of her, and she'll be okay. She knows me. And, I, and I, I'm thinking of my 16-year-old, and he's living with his dad, and, and, and he knows me, and he knows all of them. He'll be okay. He can thrive without me. But my 4-year-old, she won't remember me from the next person she might see because she's only 4. It's mm-hmm. going to be a distant memory that could be erased by the next woman who and and I'm freaking out and I'm panicking in this presence, and he is so calm, no reaction to my hissy fit, and I'm saying, please please please, please please God, please God, please, God, please God, please, God, please, God send me back, let me be with my baby, let me raise my baby, I'll do better, I'll be better i I'm so sorry, I did all this stuff, I was so selfish and and you just you just realize like you just realize so much in that presence and so the the just to tell you that room or something that we were in was like so beautiful it was like we were inside an opal have you ever seen an opal with all that fire and it and it would like move with him and it was it was like everything responded to him and so we're outside and we're in we're outside um next next like we're immediately in an outside situation. I'm up on this platform and and his presence is next to me and I'm looking out and there's all these people and they're staring at me, Sarah. And I'm like this. I'm so I'm like we still have our personality. I'm like so what am I do what do I do? <laughs> and he says, "Love them." And I'm like, "Okay." And I said, "Well, what am I going to say?" And he says, the truth. I'm like, oh, crud. And then... (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. How much truth? Exactly. And...
1: The truth does not always touch you. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I (laughs) said, well,
2: what do I need to change? And he was like, you. He's like, everything about you, girl. No, he said, you aren't changing anything. Nothing. But I knew everything was changing. I just knew I wasn't going to be the changer, right? Okay? Right, right. And then I said, "Okay, well, where am I going to learn everything?" And, and very calmly, he says, "It's already inside of you." And I'm looking at these millions of people, and they're all standing shoulder to shoulder, and they're they're kind of wearing something like this, uh, like a garment, um, like almost like a like you wear like a doctor would wear in a hospital, uh, scrubs. Uh-huh. But they're not they're not white. They're like dusty okay and um and so i'm like okay 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 like my whole heart agrees like ah compassion mercy grace i don't even know what to call this you know and so then we're back in the, the first environment just that quick and then so so we're back in the first environment and um i am elated that i'm coming back to my daughter but then all of a sudden it's like i'm pulled up inside his spirit And I begin to see this very, and I'm still trying to learn the words to, like, describe what I see. But it was, like, this quantum experience where I see how we're all in him. But all of us are in him. Like, we're literally, I don't know what to call it other than particles of his being. Uh Uh-huh. And we're all connected. And we don't know it. And we don't know we're in him. Like, I saw us all, like... I was... I could see through myself. So, I had the same form. And, uh... And I just realized... It was like this download of information that everything I do to you, I'm doing to myself. Right. Good, bad, and ugly. Right, right. And that... That we're all literally one big body. And... Um... So... I don't remember, like, I know there was more that happened, but I just don't understand how to, like, express it. So, if you can imagine, at that point, I remember slamming back in my body. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, I'm alive! I'm alive! All the stories are true! This guy, this guy is like, he's about to start crying. <laughs> how
1: did he say how long it was, like... The, no. This, this heat, like, was it five minutes? we took talking 20 minutes? No. 40 seconds? Here's no. no idea. He has no idea. I'm sure to him, it, time was just out the window. Right. And there to me, no to there him. was no
2: time and space where I was. It.
1: Yeah.
2: So, um, that's when I start, y'all, that's when I start feeling this heat come upon me. And this heat's on the inside of me. And it literally felt like I was burned alive is the best way for me to describe but, this. like painful? No, it didn't hurt. It was scary. Um... It was like i was shaking a little bit
1: <laughs> like the, so it was like your adrenaline and whatnot too but like it was it was like a firework had went off inside but it painful it no. was like warm and spicy. hot and <laughs> s- super spicy i'm
2: sweating yeah okay i'm s- i'm i mean i remember thinking like what's going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, So Maybe we should have had this guy in here for him to tell us from his perspective. So listen, the nonsense,
2: so then I, I start saying, I start saying, the answer to all the questions is love. Love is the answer. Love is literally, <laughs> like the answer to all the questions, he's high, he's over there going, oh my God, get out of
1: my house. <laughs> know? thinking you're just crazy. Yes,
2: yes. And then that's when I started, I opened my mouth and this beautiful language that I don't even know what it was just came out of my mouth. And I'm still I'm still on fire metaphorically, but I'm just speaking this language that I've never heard. And I think that I'm speaking English. I can hear it, but I'm knowing the words I'm saying. Right. I don't know how it was possible. And he's looking at me like his mouth. He looks like he is seeing a ghost at this point.
1: And he's like, girl, you are crazy. I yeah. love that you can remember how he looked. Because, I mean, this is very... Like intense for you to be going through and experiencing, you be able to remember all these details, yeah. but also being able to remember, like him and what he was doing. Yeah, he was not okay. <laughs> uh, do you think it was like speaking in tongues or something?
2: I do, I do, and so I didn't know that was like I a thing. thing. Okay. Um, and so at this point, um, I just remember being really fearful that I had brain damage, mm. and I say. And he's like, he's like, doesn't know what to do. Like, he literally was like making those kind of, and I'm like, come here, come talk to me. Ask me questions. He's like, "Uh, okay, what's one plus one? I said, ask me something a little harder, you know. Because (laughs) my concern was, this is what I was thinking, okay. Just going to shoot it straight. I thought I was now going to have epilepsy or something. I thought I had brain damage. I thought that, like... Because I knew, there was no question, I died. Right. I died, and I didn't know how long I was without oxygen. Uh Y'all, I had, at at the time of this event, I had something called Pika, which is when you eat things that aren't food. In my case, I would eat 20, about 20 pounds of ice from Sonic and Chicken Express a day. So he goes and gets me some ice, and I'm like, I don't need ice. And, uh, so from that point, it just, it was, I felt like I had been, I mean, I was worn out. I bet. I was exhausted. So that is like what I, I refer to this as in the beginning.
1: Oh, wow. So we're going to have multi episodes for this. (laughs) That that was an incredible, like, okay. So when you said your four-year-old you know you would be a distant memory like I I, don't know, I lost that like I that breaks my heart like my kids are five and two mm-hmm. and you know my daughter knows that my mom died and even though I was 30 years old when my mom died she's still a distant memory to me because wow. we don't have pictures and videos like we have now right because of our smartphones I have the last video I have my mom was from like 30 years ago and she's not the same She's she's a baby in those videos. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's herself in her 30s. And you are not... You don't sound the same at 20 as at 30. Right, You right. don't even sound the same, much else look the same. Right. And so I don't have, you know, recent things with her. And so we can't read the I'll Love You For Always book because at the end, the mom... She doesn't die, but she's dying. And Aubrey bawls every time. She's like, Mom, you're going to die one day. Aww. Oh, it's precious. But... I feel that when you said that, I feel that, and so it it breaks my heart. But uh, we will pause there and do more episodes because that I know you have so much more to share. Yes, so
0: I feel like um, because I want the I want to um, obviously I don't we can't really get into this uh, particular episode, but of one thing I remember you said to me um, when you actually shared because you didn't. Like once you came out of this, it wasn't like you did a complete one eighty. At that point, it there was time after there that. was different chapters of your life that you had to right accept what happened. There was there was a period of time where because
2: these behaviors were so ingrained in me, you guys. Oh yeah,
1: like you can't s- just change. You
2: can't just stop because you, even been- your flesh still does what it does. Right. Even though, like in. I don't even know how to say it, but, like, I would open my mouth and want to say something loving and sound like a brat instead. Does I, that make sense? 100%. Like, I'm thinking, love, 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 love. Be quiet. You know, and it just, it, it so it's a process of getting the two into alignment. Well, the three are our body, spirit, and soul into alignment with our spirit, which is perfected. Right. But then we have our body, which is
1: well, a lot of people, and I learned this after my mom died, that when you have substance abuse, it changes the way your brain works. I agree. And, it like, so my mom would never, when I told her I was pregnant, wasn't even excited. But I knew my mom well enough to know that she, with as hard as we struggled to get pregnant, I knew that she was, she was elated. She was elated, yeah. That was funny, we used yeah. the same word. <laughs> but she was like, oh, that's great. Like, that's literally what it sounded like. And I was devastated because that's not the mom that i knew but i learned after she died that due to her alcoholism and the prescription drugs that she would abuse that it killed and i'm going to say this the wrong way but there were like neuron receptors in her brain that had been killed off that controlled your like outward facial expressions and emotion and tone so what she was thinking is not what was coming out and yesterday i yelled at my kids to get out of my refrigerator because i was trying to get dressed i was in my freaking closet Trying to get dressed. I was like, guys, get out of the fridge. And I'm like, God, that's the wrong word. Like, So I, that's not it, the same, but it, I get it. Like, right. my brain was thinking closet, and I said fridge. Like, it's it's not, I get so it. So just
0: imagine if then you...
1: Couple that with a bunch of other Yeah. Things. And what I, <laughs> is, is yeah. what I call it
2: now is walking out the deliverance. Yeah. That's what I call it now. Yeah. Because for it to come into alignment... Um. It, it took some time because there were just some behavior patterns that I was so accustomed to. And, you know, there was the aftermath of me going to my girlfriend and saying, I don't think we're going to be together anymore. Good for and you. Like,
1: just finding you, those that, hard which, stops for you. Yeah. But that had
0: to have been so hard.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, talk about, like, I mean, it was... I was excited. What are you talking about? It was a hard. Well, I was like. Well, for her,
1: it was probably out of nowhere, though. It was. <laughs> That's <laughs> was the like, thing. The-?
2: And I'm on cloud nine, literally, like, oh, I've been walking with Jesus. <laughs> How? And she.
0: No, and she's, she's like, an uh-huh. well, no
1: she like, of having. Well, she was like, "I love
2: you, but I'm not ready
1: for that." But the, not having any frame of reference, uh-uh. she probably just thought you were high and just like, "Okay, now this is too far." I think,
2: <laughs> I think that the term was "cuckoo for cocoa pods." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well,
1: with that,
0: well,
1: yeah, with that, it. we'll stop, and yeah. we are going to have you back for Thank probably you. a few more episodes because I know you have a lot to share, and I don't even know what it is, but I know from ashley just sharing bits and pieces over the years we have a lot to cover still and i yeah. think you have a lot of love that you can give oh, so awesome thank, thank, you, thank you, you so much for having me thank, thank you, you for coming on
2: yes. we appreciate it <laughs> absolutely. absolutely
1: thanks so much for joining us today we would appreciate having you here if you could take a minute to rate and review us wherever you listen we would i said appreciate already but we would we'd really appreciate it
0: yeah and we'd also love to hear from you if you have a comment on a topic that was discussed or have a topic you would like to hear us discuss on We're Off Topic, please email us at we'reofftopic@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: Or you can follow us on Instagram. We post occasionally. <laughs> we, we post. We post there. But we'd like it if you uh, followed us there, too. But thanks for coming. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>